Hi, this is Rabbi Ari Spiegler with the Bitra Gila Shearim Bitila podcast. We start today our discussion of Na'aka, the fourth language or expression of Tefillah. And as Rabbi Pincus has done with the other languages and forms and expressions of Tefillah, he begins with a pasuk, Vayishma Elohim and Na'akatam. That is from Shmot Parak Bet. It's actually one of the psukim that we've quoted already the last couple. Uh, it, it means that Hashem heard their Na'aka, their moaning or their groaning. So that is the Tefillah of Na'aka, obviously much to, to be developed over here. And again, the context there is the Jewish people are slaves in the land of Egypt. The work begins to become incredibly uh, more difficult than it once was, and the Jewish people react by crying out and screaming, so on and so forth, as we've been seeing, but they also moan and groan from the difficult physical work. So Rapinkis here says, Na'aka is a form of tefillah, as we find in our pasuk. Mufarish Rashi, Rashi there explains what does it mean, Na'akatam? It means tsa'akatam. it means their screams, they're crying. Now, Rapinkis points out something interesting here. He says, if you think about it, Na'aka technically is not really a tefillah. It's really a reaction to right, the, the uh, pain or affliction that someone has, right? So it's a gnicha, it's a, a moan or a groan, right? Something uh, in reaction to pain and, and suffering and affliction. And he says, if you look at this pasuk itself, so it doesn't say that they moaned and groaned toward Hashem, Shinaku El Hashem. It's not like they were specifically, uh, you know, directing this toward Hashem, that he should hear it and listen to it. It was just the natural reaction. Rather, it was Hashem who heard those moans and groans, not necessarily because they were directed toward him, but he happened to, to hear them. He says, after all, really, Na'aka is the moaning and groaning in response to uh, some sort of uh, suffering, right? Uh, some sort of distress. Like a person reacting to very difficult backbreaking labor, great uh, situations of difficulty and distress, or great afflictions. It's a natural response. And he says, even when a person is by themselves, and there's no one around to cry out to, they will cry out, they will scream, they will moan, they will groan, because that is built into their nature. That is how a person reacts to uh, pain or to distress or difficulty or suffering that they moan and they groan. For example, if a person's at home all by themselves and they stub their toe, they're going to make noise. They're going to scream. They're going to moan. They're going to do something, even though you know there's no one there to hear it. And it's not going to affect change, so to speak. It's just a natural response to physical pain or to difficult situations that there's moaning and groaning. And he says, This is also the indication of, of a pasuk. This is in Yechezkel, Perik Lamed, Pasuk Chavdalid, where it says, Na'akat halal lifanav, that uh, the groan of someone who has been struck down, probably by the sword, I think that's the context over there. The groan of a person who's been cut down is before him, meaning before uh, Hashem. So uh, this language and form of tila is fascinating in that it's sort of built into the Bria. It's built into nature that a person will have this type of reaction. And nevertheless, it's somehow going to be considered a language or a form or an expression of tefillah. We'll have to see how Rav Pincus develops that going forward.